The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to stop focusing on business problems and start focusing on the growth and leadership of your business. Welcome to The Business Edge with your host, Marsha Zeidel. Learn to create a growth agenda to get your business on the right track and keep it there. Rev up your growth engine with exceptional talent and develop the right kind of leadership to move it forward fast. Now, here is Marsha Zeidel. Welcome to the Business Edge, giving practical advice to entrepreneurs and business leaders and how to take your company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. I'm Marcia Zeidel, the Smart Moves Coach. Here's a quote from Albert Einstein. He said, people love chopping wood. In this activity, one quickly sees results. As a Smart Moves coach, I won't help you chop wood, but I will help you make the leadership and business moves to quickly see results. Remember, good intentions, even with a good plan, don't magically lead to success. What does is making sure every day you're on the right track and you're not getting sidetracked in your leadership drive for purpose, performance, and profitability. Now, a Smart Moves treat to power up your business and leadership, brought to you by my valued sponsor, Snelling. Connecting the right people with the right work. It's time for Marsha's Musings, a tasty morsel of wisdom and wit to take the growing pains out of growth. Why leaders eat last. Effective leadership requires us to look beyond ourselves and consider the larger community around us, to focus outward rather than inward. That was a theme of a full-day leadership live teleclass I attended recently. Having the title of leader is just the beginning. Leadership is what happens after that. What happens when you look beyond yourself into the lives of those you lead and the organizations you work for? Here are key points from two of the speakers who are leadership experts and authors. First, Simon Sinek, who wrote Start With Why, How Great Leaders Inspire Everyone to Take Action, said, I met a guy from the U.S. Air Force, and in August 2002, he was flying above Afghanistan. He hears a call saying, troops in contact. He knows the troops are in a valley between two huge mountains. He swoops down, sees enemy fire coming from both sides, goes after certain targets, and then pulls up to avoid hitting the mountains. He does this again and again. That night, 22 Americans went home without any casualties. When asked why he did it, he said, because they would have done it for me. 
Did you know, listeners, that officers in the armed forces eat last and the most junior person eats first? When as a leader, we're willing to take care of others first, our team will take care of us. The officer will never go hungry because he will always be looked after by his or her team. The second speaker, Malcolm Gladwell, who wrote The Tipping Point and David and Goliath, related the story of Ian Freeland, a British military leader who was sent to Northern Ireland in 1970 to quell the rioting there. He was an old-school general who believed he had the authority to create order, and he used his authority arbitrarily and without understanding the reasons behind the uprising. He tells the British Army, they'll be home by Christmas, but they weren't actually home for another 30 years. His mistake was one that leaders make all the time. Leadership is not about authority. It's about a commitment to and responsibility for others. The real reason people follow their leaders are because of their actions. They are seen as being fair, respectful, and trustworthy. How you exercise your authority matters. It doesn't just matter what you say, but also how you say it. So here's a smart moves tip. The reality is leadership will never be measured by what one person is able to accomplish as a result of his or her talents and abilities alone. It can't be. Leadership implies the existence of others. After all, without followers, there aren't any leaders. Make sure you're putting your team first. Remember, leaders eat last. Listeners, do you want to be one of the Beyond You leaders? Then get the Effective Manager series of handbooks. It will give you 232 practical tips to hire right, perform right, motivate right, and of course, lead right. Contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 972 380 9181. You're listening to Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves Coach, making sure you're on the right track and not getting sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability. Listeners, authors like Simon Sinek and Malcolm Gladwell provide us with insights and examples of great leadership. My guest today, Randy Mayo, who has presented one new business book briefing each month to public and corporate audiences since 1988, will expand on gaining wisdom from the best business books. You may be thinking, I barely have time to read tweets, much less blog posts. Books? I'm certainly too busy. Well, think again. Research shows that the study of good business books helps leaders become more ready, more fully equipped to tackle the many challenges of an ever-changing business environment. Welcome, Randy. It's a pleasure to have you on the Business Edge. Marsha, I'm glad to be here. Thank you very much. And one slight correction. I've been doing business book briefings since 1998, not 1988. So you gave me an extra decade there. (laughs) 
well, I am, well, that's great. You're younger than you, than it seems. Um, <laughs> so let's uh, dive right in. Um, you know, what are the best business books you've read and presented? And that's the right question to start with. And the answer is there are some obvious bestsellers that everybody knows about, and there's nothing wrong with talking about them. When somebody asks me what's the best business book I've read, I don't have an answer. When they can add a slight corrective, what's the best business book on leadership? What's the best business book on strategy? That gets a little better. But there are some bestsellers that are pretty perennial, and you've already mentioned uh, the author Malcolm Gladwell. He's actually written four books and one collection of essays. Uh, I would say that the tipping point shaped the conversation about what happens when something becomes um, maybe viral before the word viral became famous. And so he talked about how you take something to the tipping point and it catches on. But his uh, third book, Outliers, he wrote The Tipping Point and then Blink and then Outliers and then David and Goliath. Outliers popularized the 10,000-hour rule, one of the real important concepts. People misunderstand it. He never said that if you invest 10,000 hours, you will be the very best in the country or in the world. What he said is you don't become world-class significant without an investment of 10,000 hours. It's actually a concept that was first written about by a Dr. Erickson in Florida, and uh, again, Gladwell popularized. It. In recent times, uh, of course, the book Good to Great by Jim Collins is famous and usually makes somebody's list of best business books. It's interesting, in Good to Great, when Collins talks about the exemplar companies that we should follow one of the companies that he lists as, as, as an exemplar is Circuit City. We know how that turned out. Right. And one that he said is not all that great is Apple, and uh, we all know how that turned out. They are now the most valuable company on planet Earth. So uh, it's not that he got it all right, and later he wrote another book called How the Mighty Fall. <laughs> but I want to back up to something you said. Right. How do you go about learning enough to stay on top of things in business? And I mm -hmm. think you're right. Read all the tweets you can, read all the blog posts you can, but I think that what we need to do is find the area where we need to beef up the most. And then we ask, and you can almost ask Google this precise question, what's the best book on leadership? What's the best book on strategy? And we pick the right book for our immediate concern, and we delve in quickly and fully. We do a deeper dive. Uh, Peter Drucker said that the only job security is your, your own ability to keep learning, lifelong mm -hmm. learning. Well, reading a book carefully is a deeper dive than any other kind of dive. Now, um, you asked me the best books. I'm nowhere near finished. Um, I think everybody ought to read the biography by Walter Isaacson of Steve yes. Jobs. Yes, yes. Steve, Steve Jobs is the man who uh, Isaacson said, when the history of American business is written, there will be three names, Thomas Edison, Henry Ford, and Steve Jobs. Mm 
And everything about what Jobs did is lingering in its impact. Um, John Ivey, his current de- the current design guru at Apple, recently in an interview talked about how Steve Jobs was absolutely on point in every meeting he was in. He said to Ivey, why would you be vague? When somebody is missing something, you get right to the point because the result is what matters. So I think well- this... I think the Steve Jobs biography is extremely important. Um, Marsha, there's kind of a new set of findings and writings that I would say is launching us into a next arena, and they have to do with how organizations are changing due to Moore's Law and technological advance. Singularity University started by Ray Kurzweil, who invented voice recognition software. There are now two books that have come out of that, mm-hmm. Exponential Organizations by Salim Ismail, and now the new one, brand new, that I'm presenting in April at our monthly event, the First Friday Book Synopsis, called Bold by Peter Diamandis and his uh, co-author. Those yes, you know what, Randy? Randy, one second, um, because you're going very fast, and I'm wondering if you could um, say those two books again, and you a bet. little slower, so that the the listener could perhaps write them down, and maybe even if you know the spelling of the last names. Okay, uh, in uh, the book by Salim Ismail, I S M A I L, Salim S A L I M, Ismail. I-S-M-A-I-L, is called Exponential Organizations, Why New Organizations Are Ten Times Better, Faster, and Cheaper Than Yours, and What to Do About It. And then uh, his colleague at Singularity University, it's, it's a university that's very different than any other, is Peter Diamandis. And Peter Diamandis earlier wrote a book called Abundance, and his new book is called Bold. And by the way, Diamandis is D-I-A-M-I-N-D-I-S. D-I-A-M-I-N-D-I-S. And his book is called Bold, How to Go Big, Create Wealth, and Impact the World. Well, at this point, you know what, uh, Randy, I know you're very enthused, but we do have to take a break. So it's time for a short break on the business edge. I'm Marsha Zidal, your Smart Moves coach, and my guest is Randy Mayo telling us about the best business books that will help leaders tackle the many challenges of an ever-changing environment. Stay tuned. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you give us a call. Call us at 1-800-411-6401 or visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's 1-800-411-6401 or S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. 
Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zeidel, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zeidel, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zeidel. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to the Business Edge, sponsored by Snelling, connecting the right people with the right work. I'm Marcia Zidal, your Smart Moose Coach, and my guest is Randy Mayo, giving us insights into the best business books and the ongoing challenges of lifelong learning. Well, Randy, when uh, during our first segment, you you talked about you gave several business books uh, that. Um, People should read from good to great to the latest biography of um, uh, Steve Jobs. So, you know, the next question I'm sure listeners will have, and I certainly have, is how do we decide in our company what issues to uh, pursue uh, through good business books? Well, let me let me start, Marcia, by saying that I kind of after after over fifteen years of presenting business books, I came up with uh, I guess you would call it a graphic, and I say here are the four elements that every business has to have to be successful, and then I've got kind of eleven categories to help get there. The first one and it's really obvious, is if a business does not have a product or service that other people will pay for, they have no chance of being successful. You've got to have a product or service that somebody is willing to pay for, and a business consultant friend of mine says, and that product or service has to be paid for where you make a profit at it. So, so that's the essence of business. You've got to have something that people want, they're willing to pay for it, and they're willing to make a profit. Would you agree with that? I would definitely agree with that. So um, then you have other, other things, assuming process excellence. Talk a bit about that. If you a know? business does not have you know, the, the basics, they've got logistics, they've got a, a supply train, chain, they're able to get their product or service out on time to the customer when they want it, if they're not able to keep the records and bill the customer and collect the money, those are kind of business processes, Mm -hmm. and those are critical. And then 
you know, the simple fact is that they won't necessarily beat a path to your door with a better mousetrap. Sometimes you have to tell them about it. Uh, think mm-hmm. about Apple's product launches, which uh, one happened just this week where they introduced the new Apple Watch. So you have some kind of product announcement, and that leads to marketing and sales, customer acquisition, and customer service, customer experience. Let's call that customer retention. So you have a product that somebody's willing to pay for or a service. You've got your processes in place. You tell people about it effectively, and therefore you find the customer. And then you provide excellent service to that customer. And, you know, that sounds so simple, but it really isn't. And so I think the business books will help us, um, especially leaders, target areas that we need to be aware of and learn more about. So one of the things you have, you have a wonderful model, and it's called the Healthy and Growing Organization, Constantly Adapting and Innovating. We talk a bit about that and then the 11 topic areas around that. Okay. Let let me back up just a touch and say there are books on how to find the right customer and then books on how to serve that customer well. Okay. Okay. And, uh, you know, when you ask again what's the best book, it's tough to know. But one wonderful book on how your product or service becomes um, well-liked and sought after is a book by Jonah Berger, B-E-R-G-E-R, Jonah Berger. It's called Contagious, Why Things Catch On. Uh-huh. And it, it's really got kind of a model for how you take something and make it contagious. Sometimes that gets out of, out of your own hands, but when that happens, it's, it's, it's a wonderful thing. When people want your product or service, you've got a pretty good shot at making things happen. And then, you know, there are lots of books on customer service, and I think we both know, I mean, whether it be in a restaurant or in a retail store or anywhere, you know the difference between really good customer service and really bad customer service. <laughs> yes. In, to, in today's era, the, the shift terminology is now customer experience. <laughs> and I really like a book. It's about a healthcare uh, arena. It's called Prescription for Excellence, and it's written by Joseph Michelli. And I'm right now calling up the spelling of his name so we can get that right. But Prescription for Excellence by Joseph Michelli is on the customer experience at the UCLA Health Center. Mm-hmm. And they've just done a wonderful job. And, and this is what's being written in, by book, in books. You have a design of the experience. You think about the customer's first exposure to you, to the customer's last exposure to you, and you make sure that you design the experience all the way through. So that's the idea of prescription for excellence and the customer experience. Any comments on that? Actually, no. I think uh, I'm sure you can talk so much more about each of those, you know, the customer experience and the marketing and sales. But because of our time, I I think it's important that we move to that next part of your model. And where do you want to start with this? Let's Uh, start in in what, if if you had a copy of the model in front of you, you would see 11 circles. And the Mm -hmm. one in the middle is kind of the most critical. The healthy and growing organization is constantly adapting and innovating. What worked yesterday 
will not work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the stories are endless. Uh, Kodak invented the digital camera. They're now bankrupt. Within the last two or three months, we've heard of the closing, basically, of Radio Shack. Yesterday's successful organizations are no longer successful. Well, this phrase came uh, out of a book called What Matters Now by Gary Hamel, H-A-M-E-L. He's a Wall Street Journal calls him one of the leading business authors in the country. And of his five things that matter now, adapting and innovating are two. And he said any company that is not continually adapting and innovating is going to be left behind. So that's kind of the starting foundation. Okay, so that's our foundation. Now where do we move to? What are the other key things that that um, will drive uh, this healthy and growing organization? Well, the place to start after that is knowing your why. Uh, you mentioned at the beginning of this program the wonderful book by Simon Sinek called Start With Why. The fact is you can watch him do that on a TED Talk and get the essence of his argument. And his argument is that if you want to get people to invest their time and invest their energy, they have to know the why in order to do that. If you don't do that, if they don't know why they're investing their time and energy, they're going to run out of time and energy. It's, it's the motivation. Now, there are other books on all of these, but, but the whole idea of intrinsic motivation as genuinely more motivating than extrinsic motivation, it's an old concept, but the book by Daniel Pink called Drive mm-hmm. really talks at length about this powerful uh, impact of intrinsic motivation. I'm a big fan of Daniel Pink on that. Okay, so now they we have meaning, the why behind our business. So okay. what's the next step after that? And now you ask, what's our plan? And, mm-hmm. and there are lots of different words for plan, but the current one is strategy. And there are, again, a lot of books on this. Michael Porter from Harvard is the strategy guru. And Porter says that strategy is not doing the same things better. It is doing something different. The key mm-hmm. concept is different. And of all the books that I've read, now you've got some simple strategic planning and thinking books that are very good. And if, if you were starting just to say, how do I implement this? Then Mastering the Rockefeller Habits, and then his later book, Scaling Up by Vern Harnish. That is a book about strategic thinking followed by execution. It's a connection of strategy and execution. I've got execution later in my model. But the big book on strategy that I enjoyed was Good Strategy, Bad Strategy by Richard Rumelt, R-U-M-M-E-L-T. And in that book, he talks about all of the ways that companies get strategy wrong. Uh, When I read that book, I came away with this thought. It's possible to have no strategy. That's a bad strategy. (laughs) Of course, yes. It's possible to have bad strategy. Mm -hmm. That's a bad strategy. It's work to come up with a good strategy. strategy. This is what we're going to do. This is the path we're going to take to get there. That's all strategic thinking and planning. So that's the strategy book. 
And then we move on to our the next bubble you have, which I believe is leaders, and we just have about two minutes. So why don't you get into that a bit, and maybe we can come back after the, uh, uh, the for the next segment. So let's think about, uh, Marcia, a simple, successful company. Mm-hmm. You've got a good product or service. Mm-hmm. They seem to know what they're doing. But when you keep drilling down, what you really find is the leader. And there are so many examples of groups of people poorly led that don't create results. Mm-hmm. Uh, an, an unexpected book here. I loved the book Eleven Rings by Phil Jackson. He is the only NBA coach that has 11 championship rings. He coached uh, Michael Jordan in Chicago, Kobe Bryant in in Los Angeles. Uh, If you study the NBA, he stands alone. And one of the little stories about him well, we just have about a little, if you can make it within a minute, that would I be can do great. That. He knew okay. his players so well that he would give each player on his team at the beginning of a season a book, not the same book. He knew the player. He thought this book would help this player. So he would give them an individual book and recommend that they read it. That tells you much. A leader knows his, his or her people knows them well enough to know what will motivate them and goes to the trouble to help them in a way that motivates them personally. So I love that story from Phil Jackson. Well, I think that's a great story, and it's now time for a short break on the business edge. I'm Marcia Zidle, your Smart Moves coach, and my guest is Randy Mayu, telling us about the best business books that will help leaders tackle the many challenges of an ever-changing environment. Stay tuned. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's www.snelling.com. S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidle, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidle, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. 
That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge, sponsored by Snelling, connecting the right people with the right work. I'm Marsha Zidal, your Smart Moves Coach, and my guest is Randy Mayo, giving us insights into the best business books and the ongoing challenge of lifelong learning. Um, in the prior segment, Randy was talking about a model that he developed on the different areas for a healthy and growing organization that is constantly adapting and innovating. And he also then gave some business books if you think that that is an area that you need to work on. So the last one we talked about was leaders. And um, the and so let's move on to t- uh, teams, Randy. What can you say about teams, and and maybe give one one book around teams? Okay, and let me let me quickly, Marcia, say that that if you think about these circles that I've created, this model, it's both a diagnostic tool. Where is our organization in each of these areas? And it's a curriculum. How do I learn in each of these areas? Okay. So. We talk about constantly adapting, and then we know the why, and we have a strategy, and we have the right leader, and we build the right teams, we hire the right talent, everybody's on the same page with alignment, we communicate, we execute, we measure, and we remove bottlenecks. So that's the model that I created. Um, the famous book on teams is The Five Dysfunctions of a Team, and uh, it is it is without a doubt the book that has sold the most, and it talks about the ways that teams go bad, and boy, do they go bad. <laughs> yes. And, and um, so part of it, in fact, a critical piece of it, uh, it's written by Patrick Lencioni, L-E-N-C-I-O-N-I. Uh, the critical factor is if you don't have trust between the members of a group and a leader, then they end up not being honest with each other, and you end up being in real trouble. So that's the concept of the five dysfunctions of a team. Wonderful book. Yes, and I, I've worked with teams that have been dysfunctional, and it's not easy. Okay, moving on to talent. What is the Talk a little bit about talent. What's the best business book for that? Talent means you hire the person that has the skills to do the job that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And if you think about any company, organization, sports team, you get the right talent, you've got a good future, you get the wrong talent, Mm -hmm. you have not much chance. I would say most personnel decisions that are problematic are bad hires, Mm -hmm. not other problems. People didn't hire the right people. The best book by far is a book called The Rare Find, and it talks Mm -hmm. about how absolutely difficult it is to find the right Right talent, and so when you find the right talent, it takes some serious work to delve into life history and what made them what they are. Written by George Anders, A N D E R S, the book on talent, the rare find, how great talent stands out. It's a wonderful book. And you know that's interesting because I've not heard of that book, but that's when that's going to be on my list to buy. So we talked about teams and talent. Now let's get to alignment and corporate culture. And that's a biggie. I know that. Um, It really is. 
and there are uh, I'm not sure that I have a book on it, um, but I will tell you that one of the tasks to get everybody on the right page is to communicate effectively, which is a later circle. When people are kept in the dark, you've got real trouble on corporate alignment. People can't align if they don't know what's going on. So there are there are tasks for a leader to keep everybody on the same page. Um, there's a book called The Advantage that my colleague at the First Friday Book Synopsis actually presented, and it really does do a good job um, on on how to align everybody. It's also by Patrick Lencioni, The Advantage, Why Organizational Health Trumps Everything Else in Business. Right, and... Um you know, Peter says, uh, 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 Peter Drucker, um, the late, you know, guru, right. said culture eats strategy. That's and right. if you, you know, you can have the greatest strategy, but if the culture is not aligned, um, that strategy is not going to work. So um, that's a great book. Now we get to commu- uh, communicate. Um, you mentioned something, you know, the, the importance of communicating. Talk a little bit about that more and what book you would recommend. Well, the first comment is that, that most failures of communication are simply the failure to communicate. People don't tell each other stuff. <laughs> and, right. and so there's a wonderful model called the Rule of 17, and I blogged about it a while back, and it says it takes 17 times to communicate an idea before they finally get it. And so you have to repeat it and repeat it and repeat it again. But the two books that I think are especially good on what to do when you are communicating are Words That Work by Frank Luntz, L-U-N-T-Z. He's the political guru. He's the framing expert. He knows how to come up with key phrases. I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remember when we used to call used cars used cars? Right. And now we call them pre-owned vehicles. <laughs> well, a pre-owned right. vehicle is a used car, but the phrase sounds much more sophisticated. And Frank Luntz does that kind of vocabulary framing, and he's a genius at it. And then the other book is Made to Stick by the uh, yes. famous Heath brothers, Chip right. Heath and Dan Heath, H-E-A-T-H. They are both terrific. And this book, they've written three that I've presented. This book talks about how you need to communicate in a way that the ideas stick. And there's a lot of overlap between those two books, Words That Work and Made to Stick. For example, they both say you've got to keep it simple. You've got to keep your message simple. That's one of the key ideas in those two books. And uh, any more, because it's uh, such a great book, so it's made to stick, uh, keep your message simple. Not always easy to do, Uh, but the next circle is execute. And what do you have to say about execute, and what are the best books about execution? Well, execution, very simply, is you've got a strategy, and mm-hmm. now you've got to deliver on the strategy. If you listen to any interview at the end of a football game, it's one of two statements. We had a gay, great game plan, and we executed, or 
we had a great game plan, but we didn't execute. Uh, it's interesting that no player has ever blamed a loss on a coach coming up with a bad game plan. <laughs> it's, it's a matter of execution. <laughs> execution means can we deliver on what we promise? And mm-hmm. the book is by Ram Sharan, C-H-A-R-A. A-N-C-H-A-R-A-N, and Larry Bossidy, B-O-S-S-I-D-Y, and it is called Execution. It's not a brand new book. There have been other books written, but it's kind of like, you know, there are these books and these authors that introduce an idea, and Mm -hmm. everything else is pretty much commentary on what they originally said. For example, Robert Greenleaf coined servant leadership. Uh, Everything written on servant leadership is basically a commentary on Robert Greenleaf. Well, Bossidy and Sharon, in execution, the discipline of getting things done, say, if you don't get the strategy done, you have failed. And so you've got to execute the strategy. Great. And now we move to measure. Um, and, and talk about measure and what books would, would help uh, us focus on measure. And then we have one more to do. So. Okay. Um, the idea of measurement is, so, you're, so you've got your strategy, you've developed your plan, you're executing the plan, and now you have to figure out, have you stuck to it? Are you accomplishing what you said? I called my little ebook 12 Vital Signs of Organizational Growth because it's like any vital sign. How's your blood pressure? How's mm-hmm. your blood sugar? Are you in good health? Measurement tells you this is what we think we're doing. Now let's find out if we're actually doing it. All of the big data uh, research and all of the big data findings are really all about measurement. Um, I think the book that maybe people should start with is by Nate Silver. Nate Silver is the numbers guru who predicted who would win the elections, and he developed something for baseball. The book is called The Signal and the Noise. Mm-hmm. And what he says is some numbers provide a genuine signal and some numbers provide just noise. You need to know which numbers are providing an actual signal. So I think that's the book to read, The Signal and the Noise by Nate Silver. Terrific read and terrific book. Yes, and, and, I, and I really like the idea of you have to distinguish uh, what measurements and what data is really important for you as you move forward in, with your strategy. And finally, remove bottlenecks. Uh, talk a bit about that and what book would you recommend? Well, remove bottlenecks means something is, in fact, slowing you down. And if you can't figure out what that is and remove it, you're in trouble. Uh, a few years ago, I read an article in Slate.com, one of the Internet websites, on the best business book of the last 25 years. And the book they referred to was by e- Eli Yahoo Goldrat, <laughs> E-L-I-Y-A-H-U, and then Goldrat, G-O-L-D-R-A-T-T. And it is called The Goal a process of ongoing improvement. And it's really a parable about a factory that wasn't getting everything done on schedule. And it's a mentoring relationship within this parable. And it is a great book. It was written uh, over two decades ago. And it talks about identifying your, your bottleneck, 
making sure you've narrowed it down to that bottleneck and removing the bottleneck. And then he says, you're going to have another bottleneck, (laughs) so find the next one. (laughs) You know, that's a great way to end this segment with the idea that it's an ongoing process. Our, you know, leadership uh, and and learning is ongoing. So it's time for a break. Um, this is Marcia Zidal, your Smart Moves coach, and my guest is Randy Mayo, who is telling us about the best business books that will help leaders tackle the many challenges of an ever-changing environment. Stay tuned. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you give us a call. Call us at 1-800-411-6401 or visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's 1-800-411-6401 or S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G dot com. Great leaders today have certain capabilities that set them apart. These leaders have discovered transformational leadership. Now you can discover the same ideas, insights, and programs that have led them to success. Inside Transformational Leadership, hosted by Kate Ebner, is produced by Georgetown University's Institute for Transformational Leadership. We'll explore these stories and concepts every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's www.snelling.com. S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to the Business Ad, sponsored by Snelling, connecting the right people with the right work. I'm Marcia Zidal, your Smart Moose Coach, and my guest today has been Randy Mayu, giving us insights into the best business books and the issue of ongoing learning. So, Randy, uh, you've given us so many uh, ideas and so many books. If I was to say to you, what are the two or three things that people need to remember from this interview? It's the takeaways. What, What are they? Thank you, Marcia. Number one, I think people ought to ask, how can I become more personally 
productive? What can I do to be personally more effective in my work and really in my life? And so I haven't talked about those kinds of books. The very famous Getting Things Done by David Allen on your next action time management or The Power of Full Engagement, which is a wonderful book talking about how you manage not just time but your energy. And so those are the kinds of things that deal with uh, and that by the way that author is Tony Schwartz uh S C H W A R T Z. Uh, those are books about personal productivity. And then you need to say how can I become more productive as an organization and as a team and leadership. This is the soft skills versus the hard skills. You know, if you need to learn how to use Excel, you can take a class on how to use Excel. But if you need to learn to be a better leader, you need to develop people skills. That's a lot tougher road. A friend of mine says you can teach somebody how to use a computer, but you can't teach friendly. That's a great line. And, uh, and that's, by the way, a, a manager and owner of a hotel in New Braunfels, Texas, named Cecil Eager, who taught me that. Great guy. So anyway, um, what I've done primarily in this program are books dealing with corporate productivity and organizational productivity. So those are the things that I would say. Okay. Well, um, now, I know people may want to contact you for a number of reasons. First, to find out more about the books that you have um, suggested um, and maybe to do a, um, a, a book synopsis or book briefing for them. So, Randy, how can they contact you and what is your website or whatever it is that you want them to know about you? I have two websites. The first one is firstfridaybooksynopsis.com. That's the organiz- the, uh, uh, the session that we hold monthly, firstfridaybooksynopsis.com. And there's a tab for the blog. I blog nearly every day, and uh, we have a couple of other bloggers. And there's also a tab, Meet Our Blogging Team, that has my contact information. And then there are short versions of our book synopses with our handouts and an audio recording at another website. 15minutebusinessbooks.com 15minutebusinessbooks.com and so that's where you can actually purchase our synopses or you can read our blog at at firstfridaybooksynopsis.com and find out how to contact me and I appreciate very much you providing this opportunity for me to share that message well, I I really uh, enjoyed uh, interviewing you. Uh, just uh, some disclosure, I've known Randy for many years, and great guy, uh, very, very well read. I mean, if you've read all these books, wow, I, 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 I admire that. So, um, let's move on. And I want to thank you again, Randy, because um, I, you're the first person I've had on the show to do this kind of, of interview. And I, I hope that you're going to keep on reading so I can have you back on again. Is Be that okay? To. Okay. Well, now um, let's move on to our my n- next show. Um, and my guest for next week is Diane Bohr the best-selling author of 46 books published in 26 languages with nearly 4 million copies sold. She will give us insights into her latest book titled, What More Can I Say? Why Communication Fails and What to Do About It. 
with examples from politics, pop culture, and business. You will learn how to shape conversations, presentations, product and service offers to get others to accept change, put aside a bad habit, improve performance, award the contract, or get, get you your next job. Tune in Wednesday, March 18th um, at 11 Pacific, 2 Eastern. Now, another Smart Moose tips to help you play your best game. Lead by example. Sometimes you need to show employees that everyone has to pull their weight, including you. So, for example, here are some things you can do. To lead by example, stay late with your team, make the coffee when the pot is empty, participate in their fun events, and most importantly, celebrate success, large and small. Those who have a good time together work better together. And those leaders who do these things not only play their best game, but they also get the trust and the respect and the loyalty commitment of their team. So, listeners, would you like to be one of those beyond you leaders that I talked about in my musings? Then get the Effective Manager series of handbooks. It will give you 232 practical tips to hire right, motivate right, perform right, and, of course, lead right. Email me at Marsha. M-A-R-C-I-A at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181. I'll end with my favorite quote. There are three kinds of people in this world. Those who make it happen, those who let it happen, and those who asked, what happened? Which one are you? If you're highly motivated to make it happen, let me help you make it happen. As a Smart Moves Coach, let me show you how. Thank you for listening to The Business Edge with Marcia Zeidel, the Smart Moves Executive Coach and Speaker, helping entrepreneurs and business leaders take their company firm or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth Innovate, improve, ignite, or die. Make smart moves. Thank you. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marsha Zeidel. Please join us again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And enjoy taking your business to the next level. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.